0: Welcome to another podcast from ETF Securities. I'm Peter White. More and more individual investors are realising the ease, transparency and value of investing via ETFs, rather than directly holding stocks, or particularly LICs and LITs that typically trade at discounts to net asset value. ETF volumes have nearly doubled in 12 months in Australia. Recently, leading ETF house ETF Securities has launched two new products, which recognise the incredible popularity and indeed performance of the NASDAQ. The products are the ETFS Ultra Short NASDAQ 100 Hedge Fund, ASX code SNAS, and the ETFS Ultra Long NASDAQ 100 Hedge Fund, with the ASX code LNAS. These are turbocharged instruments or investments by virtue of their leveraged nature, ranging from 2.25 times to 2.75 times the underlying investment. They are designed for sophisticated investors and high conviction investors. Essentially, they're trading tools. These products do come with a warning. To explain the thinking behind their development, who they're designed for, how they work, I'm joined by ETF Securities Co-Head of Sales, Kenish Chug. Welcome, Kenish. Exciting but potentially dangerous products in their wrong hands. Give me the background to their, to their birth or the rationale behind their development.
1: Look, the rationale behind launching these strategies, it's, it's an indication of the maturing um, ETF market that we have in Australia and also the maturing of investors in Australia as well. So the idea of having leveraged exposures, um, and for those that aren't aware, essentially having a leveraged fund, such as the ultra short NASDAQ 100 hedge fund or the ultra long NASDAQ 100 hedge fund, the idea is that it's magnifying the returns. Now, in the long product, it's essentially magnifying the returns on one way. Um, so if the underlying exposure, which is the Nasdaq 100, if that was to go up, well then this would magnify those returns and vice versa. In the short fund, it essentially magnifies the returns, but on the inverse or on the opposite.
0: But, but of course, they, it magnifies the risk as well, doesn't it? Exactly right. And you mentioned there, you know, potentially
1: dangerous in the wrong hands. I think that's that is important to to recognise that these are trading tools, these these leverage funds. But what it does is it gives investors really an ability to take and trade their conviction. So one of the reasons why we launched these funds was we understood that as markets are volatile, as markets go up and down on a daily basis, especially investors want to have an ability to take a view and trade their conviction. Now, they can do that by simply buying a single stock. They can do that by buying a normal ETF, which is tracking a very simplified equity index like our FANG plus index or even an S&P 500 or a NASDAQ 100 index. However, if they want to take a real view on that, whether it's that they believe that that underlying market will be more positive or will be negative, well, that's where the leverage products come into it. It gives them the ability to take a view. And so in 2020, and I'd say probably actually over the past two years or 18 months, really, we actually, you know, there have been leverage funds available from, from a peer of ours in the market for the past four years. The growth and flows and usage of those funds have steadily grown over the past two, three years in particular. And when you start to see usage of these funds, it's generally when you have more volatility in markets. So 2020 has been the sort of perfect storm scenario where because of COVID-19 related issues, We've had increased, you know, magnified volatility in markets, in equity markets, and these leverage exposures have given investors an ability to take a view either up or down. And so that is a, a real indicator to us is the ETF market's maturing, the investors using ETFs are starting to understand, okay, I now understand what an ETF is. I think there's a lot of questions for the past 15, you know, 15 to 20 years around, you know, what is an ETF? Now I know an ETF is an exchange-traded fund. It's an exchange-traded product. These funds are an evolution of that. And so investors are now saying, well, I can now use ETF. So we had this big evolution of ETFs being just saying simple market exposures like the ASX 200 or the S&P 500. And then you started going down towards more sector-based, thematics, smart beta, looking for a specific outcome, whether that be low volatility or high yield, for example, or different asset classes, you know, a gold fund has had record inflows for this year, um, had record assets in terms of under management. And so the idea of leverage, it was always gonna be the case that you'll see more evolution in this space.
0: Why NASDAQ 100 rather than another indices or another index?
1: Yeah, so w- what, what you have seen is, um, now the US is a good example of this and also in Europe as well, is leverage exposures are generally going to be on the broadest markets or it's gonna be on those sectors that investors in that home country have an affinity to look at to invest in so when we were looking at the market here we understood that there was already leveraged products available on the long and the short side on the local domestic australian market the asx 200. you could also have a leveraged long or short position on the us s p 500 but the nasdaq we are now looking at as being a broad core benchmark for our portfolios. You know, let's consider some of the names that are in this NASDAQ 100 index. You've got some of the most innovative mega cap companies, the blue chips, essentially. So the the likes of Apple, Tesla, Google, Amazon, some of the biggest names that we generally look to when we're building a portfolio as, as part of our core part of our international equity range. We look at these stocks, so we look at the NASDAQ for that. And that's actually why we launched the FANG ETF in March. But for us, we designed and said, look, for those investors that really want to take a view on what essentially is the biggest mega cap companies in the world, how can they do that if they wanted to leverage exposure? And the easiest way for them to do it is by this structure that we've created. But as you said, it's sophisticated for sophisticated investors because there needs to be this understanding around how you use this sort of product um, to leverage exposures because there are structurally, it is different to simply saying, I'm going to buy an index. So there are differences in how you would use it. Um, And just in that idea of the NASDAQ also, that particular index with those particular stocks, they're essentially classified as growth stocks. Now, we can have this debate, you know, what is growth now? Because essentially, these are mega cap companies, cash rich, they're continually innovating, they're continually gaining more market share in existing markets, entering new markets. So yes, they're by definition of growth but that also has meant they've got some level of volatility in them versus more traditional benchmarks like the S&P 500. So when you're taking a leverage view, whether the long or the short, you actually may prefer it on a more volatile underlying benchmark as well, which is what we've done there.
0: Essentially what you're saying is also that
1: they're very technical instruments, aren't they? Exactly right. They're very technical instruments. So for an investor that just says, I want to be very safe, I just want to take exposure, I want to buy, the biggest names in the tech enabled area what i'd suggest them to look at our fang etf it's physically backed we buy the underlying shares we hold it we track a benchmark that is very passive in its nature um it's very the transparency is there it's very simple it's very low cost you know that fang etf i talked about it's 10 stocks all the fang names and the fang style names like netflix alibaba baidu nvidia facebook amazon google etc so I would say if you're very sort of, I just want to buy these names to get this exposure for a long term hold, maybe even potentially buy and forget instead of forget. Well, I would suggest looking at the more traditional ETFs like Bang. But so for those, in- you wouldn't want to buy and forget these two, though, would no, you? No, and, and that's really important to understand. So these are trading tools. First and foremost, these are trading tools. These are tools giving you a magnified view. On either the market and on a long position, so the market's going. You're you're basically taking a bet on hoping that the market is going to continue to rise, because essentially, if it's a leverage view, it's giving you a magnified exposure of that return, up or down. And then the short product is giving you the inverse. So you're essentially betting against the market. That's essentially what you're you're shorting the market. So we've given the general investor an ability to trade and to trade their conviction. But as you said. They are trading tools. So the underlying structure of these tools is they are actively managed. And that's important to understand is the level of leverage is ranges from 2 to 2.75. So I think in the, in the intro you mentioned 2.25. It's actually 2 to 2.75 times for the long and negative 2 to negative 2.75 times for the short. NASDAQ 100 hedge funds that obviously gives you that inverse.
0: My apologies,
1: yeah. No, no, that, yeah, that's, and that's really but that's important to understand. We've got that range of that leverage that these funds are giving exposure to.
0: They're also currency hedged, aren't they? Now, why is that important?
1: So I just want to, I guess, come back to the structure of that rebalancing because that is what the impact on performance could be. So if I took that long NASDAQ 100 hedge fund and the current leverage Exposure is 2.5 times, and this is purely hypothetical. I'm I'm using an example here. If it's 2.5 times, yes. Well, then if the market went up by 10% on that one day, and this is extreme nature that the market goes up by 10%, well, then your particular investment, in theory, would go up by approximately 25%. But that's for that one day. Now, the next day, if the market went down by 10%, well then your exposure goes down by 25% from that position that it was at. So it has that magnified view but on a daily move, if that makes sense. Now, that level of leverage is changing constantly. We as the ETF securities as the fund managers of these products, our aim is to make sure it sits within that range of 2 to 2.75 times. So when it gets to the the end points of those of that leverage range that we've been set by ASIC and that's been approved for the fund, that is when we will rebalance the portfolio to bring it back into what we believe is a fair leverage exposure. So we don't want it to be more than 2.75 times. It can't be. And we don't want it to be less than two times. So it it sits in there. And so on a daily basis, that's where the impact is on the daily move, that volatility. So for an investor to just go, well, I'm going to buy the leverage product the the long the long El and the NASDAQ over six months goes up by twenty percent, which is really excellent. You know, we've seen the NASDAQ really move. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that your exposure goes up by two times or two point five times or two point seven five times because if that if the daily moves have been quite volatile up and down, that will impact your performance. And I'm gonna bring it to a real world example here, which is now, LNAS product, so using the, as of the 28th of August, over one month, the NASDAQ 100 index in US dollar terms moved by 11.12%. The fund's exposure and its currency hedge, which I'll explain in a minute, but the LNAS fund returned 33.21%, so nearly three times the performance of the NASDAQ 100 index. So it's obviously very magnified, but it, that gives you that indication it, that's not two times, it's not 2.7 times, it's more than three times, but it's because the, that daily move that occurred has of the, in this situation been a positive benefit to the particular fund.
0: But equally now, it could have been negative, I presume, in different equally circumstances. Equally it could have been negative, So, which is
1: why I say to investors, if you're using this fund, you're using this fund for two reasons. You're using this fund because it's a pure trading tool, you're looking at it on a daily basis, understanding what your view is on the market or understanding what the risks are that, you know, there could be that potential move um, up and down. But, you know, you're hoping that overall your fund will, will, will improve. But, you know, you're, you're making sure you understand that level of leverage. And if you go to our website, etfsecurities.com.au, and you go to the, the, the LNAS product page or the SNAS product page, One, you'll be able to see all the basic information such as the performance, but you can actually also see the level of leverage that is there currently. And so as at the 28th of August, the current portfolio exposure level or that leverage level is 2.28 times. So each dollar has an exposure of $2.28 essentially.
0: Of course, anybody familiar with margin trading would be used to this environment, I guess, but there's a lot of people who get burnt <laughs> when-
1: yeah, so a- anyone using CFDs, you know, um, have taken out margin loans because they wanted to add on some leverage um, into their portfolio to basically borrow to buy more. Um, what this fund is doing essentially is we're doing that for you. So, internally within the fund, we're creating, we've created a structure where we're essentially giving you a leverage view on the NASDAQ 100 index. So, you don't need to take out a margin loan. Um, you don't need to go down this path of trading CFDs, which can be very much, you know, the risk level on those is slightly higher because the only, the maximum amount that you would lose on using these products is the initial capital that you've invested.
0: I understand, but you don't, you definitely need not to look away. And you need to pay attention ongoing yeah pay attention on the
1: ongoing always consider and look at the daily you know look at your trading you know they are trading tools so consider them as such they're also there potentially to hedge out against the existing positions so what we may find is someone that's holding you know either our fang etf or the nasdaq 100 or large exposures to those style nasdaq 100 names may say well i want to hedge that position because you know i'm not sure. Where that market will continue to go, well then they may use the short Nasdaq 100 hedge fund S Nas for that. Again, I'm not aware of anyone's personal circumstances, but that is another way, of, as useful as a trading tool. Again, um, and just on the currency hedging side, we have provided a currency both product, both funds are currency hedge. And reason why that's important is we want investors when they're investing in these funds to get exposure to what the true outcome is, and the true outcome is it's the long product is taking you know, that long view on the index and the short is taking the inverse view. That, we don't want them to have currency impacting that performance because especially when they're trading tools that we talked about, they're short term holdings. So we want to make sure people understand that We want them to get exposure to the market and we want to remove that currency volatility that may exist. So that's why we've currency hedged both
0: products. Are these products born out of the COVID trading boom? Would you develop them anyhow if we haven't had this boom of people trading the market from home? Um,
1: No. We actually started developing these funds back in probably um, mid to uh, late last year. So prior to COVID, you know, hitting and prior to this extreme volatility that we saw in February, March, and the record highs that we're seeing in the Nasdaq 100 um, at the moment, and the record highs we're seeing in the market. So it's prior to all of that. But what we have seen is the COVID-related volatility that's occurred has brought out new investors into the exchange-traded fund market. So we've seen record volumes, record trading of etfs in general of the leverage products that were available for investors to use in march and april and may we saw record inflows into those funds and record usage of those funds and it's really important because we were monitoring this and i think ASIC has a really big you know magnifying glass or telescope on this area because they want to make sure that they're not just used by you know investors that aren't aware of the risks involved and what we could see was people were trading them. People were using them in the way in which they were supposed to be using them, with their trading tools. Um, so that was really important to us to, to recognize. And that I mentioned before, that's a recognition, I think, of the maturing profile of investors in, in our market. Yes, yeah, so I think COVID has been a catalyst for new investors coming in. We were going to launch these products anyway because we felt that there was a definite gap and a definite need for these style of products. And we've seen that in flows as well. We've seen increased interest since we've launched
0: over six weeks ago. Well, I was going to say what has been the market reaction to these two new products, even though they're they're only a few weeks old. The market reaction has been really good because
1: they're priced very competitively. So both funds from a management fee are only 1% per annum. Now, as I mentioned, the theory behind these funds is that you're trading them. So you're not really – it's going to be very rare that someone's going to be holding them for one year. So you may not be paying, that's 1% if you held it for 12 months. So what we actually are seeing is increased trading of these funds and it's, it's steadily growing. As we see markets hitting new highs every week sort of thing, we are seeing investors taking a view, which is really good to see. We're saying, you know, when we launched these funds, there was a lot of talk around, well, is the NASDAQ too, is it overpriced? Are we going to see these, type, these stocks, you know, these textile stocks drop off a cliff? So we saw a lot of interest in our short Nasdaq 100 hedge fund, and we still see a lot of investors still looking at that. On the opposite, we're actually seeing a lot of investors saying, "Well, the Fed has now said that we're in this, you know, year low low rates for longer. This environment will continue. We're just going to basically kick the can down the road, so to speak, which is incentivizing this growth market that is existing and it's key, it keep it will keep building on itself. So we're now we are now investors saying, "Well," Actually, you know, markets have, you know, for one month, they're up 11% on the NASDAQ to the, end, to the 20th of August. Maybe I should take a view and maybe I do think that the markets are going to grow. So we're seeing interest in our Fangy tier, but then on, the, uh, on this side, we're seeing a lot of interest on both the long and the short. So it's good because, as I said before, we want to see them used as trading tools. That is the definition of why of these funds and that's why we, we launched them. And it's really, it's a really interesting time right now with markets being where they are. Of people taking a view, so it gives us a good insight into, you know, what what investors are thinking at the
0: moment. Well, Kanish, thank you for the lowdown on two interesting new ETFs. And let's finish with a warning again for sophisticated investors who are really aware of both the rewards and the risks of these two ETFs. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and
1: uh, as you said, yeah, they are they are designed for for investors to to really understand especially that rebalancing effect that i talked about um therefore investors that know the best way to use these are trading tools so they're not buy and forget they are trading tools but they can be very beneficial for an investor's portfolio if they use appropriately
0: kenish thanks for your time today
1: no think that having me better.